Hi, this is Tim Guy, the unbiased interview robot. You're listening to the Chad and Cheese podcast. I love these guys. Hide your kids. Lock the doors. You're listening to HR's most dangerous podcast. Chad Sowash and Joel Cheeseman are here to punch the recruiting industry right where it hurts. Complete with breaking news, brash opinion, and loads of snark. Buckle up, boys and girls. It's time for the Chad and Cheese podcast. Oh, yeah. Welcome to the Phone It In After HR Tech in <laughs> Vegas episode of the Chad and Cheese Podcast. Uh, I'm your co-host, Joel Cheeseman. And I'm Chad. Had a few hours sleep at least. So wash. Yeah, just call me Joel Red Eye Cheeseman today. <laughs> On this week's show, TMP goes shopping in Europe. Uber gets into the world of work. And Facebook just might be giving us another reason to care about their marketplace for jobs. Here's hoping my voice doesn't give out. Enjoy this word from Sovereign and we'll be right back. Sovereign Parser is the most accurate resume and job order intake technology in the industry. The more accurate your data, the better decisions you can make. Find out more about our suite of products today by visiting Sovereign.com. That's S-O-V-R-E-N.com. We provide technology that thinks, communicates, and collaborates like a human. Sovereign. Software so human, you'll want to take it to dinner. Bourbon so good, you'll want to drink it during a show. <laughs> a liver so deteriorated, you'll want to get a new one. Dude, so Austin, Vegas. I mean, it's a good thing we have a couple of weeks before we go back oh on the my road. God. Told, I, I, I need sleep. My liver needs water i mean this is yeah i i I was i'm ready to be home pretty sure my two-year-old's driving by now i think he's uh (laughs) my daughter's engaged to be married and uh cole's in the army or something oh dude oh yeah don't don't say all that we had a good time right that was a fucking blast had a great time and part of the reason why uh, our livers are shot is shane gray from clinch i mean this is the he's brought beer for us on in at least three different shows Shane, Shane knows, and he he wants to make sure the show gets what it needs, and he's he's a big supporter. Uh, so I think it was Hireconf last year was the first time he brought the the yeah. big case of Modelo. Uh, Austin, he brought Guinness straight yeah. from Ireland. He went yeah. back home, got more Guinness, and came back over, and we had Guinness for our last show uh, yesterday. So I mean, it was it was a blast, but in in Guinness doesn't taste even close to as good as it does when it's coming straight from Ireland. I mean, yeah. Awesome. Dude, are, are, are Irish the most nice people in the world? He's just amazing, dude. I, I don't know. Actually, how he does it. actually, you're Europeans are so much better than us. Oh, yeah. It's ridiculous. Yeah. No, they are. They are. It, it's, yeah. it's funny how nice and their sarcasm blends so well with being nice because you don't know if they're fucking with you or not. Most of the times they're actually fucking with you. Yeah. It's kind of like the guys from Talent Nexus. We were in Austin with them and the entire time. I'm thinking they're just fucking with me the entire time. And they probably were, but they're, they're incredibly smart, incredibly funny. And then they like to fuck with you. And I like that. Yeah. If there's anything that is really cool about this gig is it gets we get to go to places and really get to know the people in those places uh, oh, yeah. more so than we probably ever would have doing anything else. So, no uh, yeah. So, yeah. So shout out 
Jeremy Roberts from Hiring Soft, who actually like impromptu, not much lead time whatsoever, got on stage with us because he had something that he wanted to share that we we're going to launch next week in a, in a different podcast. But uh, but good time with uh, with Jeremy from Hiring Soft, and thanks Sean, the CEO, for uh, letting him get on stage. I think he he would have had to because you know Jeremy used to be a, a rock star when he was with SourceCon. He used oh, to yeah. be on stage all the time, and now he's now he's sort of the back you know the back office genius marketeer. Uh, so he was really pretty excited, I think, to be on stage. In fact, he was there well before we showed up. So he was stretching <laughs> and you know doing his doing his squats and and hip thrusts. So he was he was excited for sure. Shots of Red Bull, yeah. <laughs> he's been in the room doing coffee for three hours he's ready to go shout out to uh jeanette meister master what meister it's meister yeah geez i mean yeah i've never seen more fire in a four foot seven package like i have <laughs> jeanette meister man this 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 lady uh, is full of attitude and knowledge of the industry. And she made a, a pretty good request that we need some lady shirts uh, for the, the Chad and Cheese show because we have a unisex kind of fits everyone, looks yeah. okay. But she's like, you know, I need the slim fit. I need the V-neck. You know, I need the lady cut shirt. She so, also needs like a triple X small. I mean, because she's 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 not big. And I yeah. told her, I said, look, you know, this is this is a, a unisex kind of, let's say, world that we're in right now. And that T-shirt yep. looks really hot on my wife. So if you can't make it look hot on you, I'm sorry. I'm not getting a shirt just for you. She knows we're an inclusive podcast, right? We include everyone. And, and yeah, with one she, goes, she goes to baby gap and they say, no, you're too. <laughs> no, you got to go. You got to go to Carter's or wherever the hell she shops. Uh, all the parties, man, that we went to Pop in it. Vegas. I want to thank uh, the, the, the crew at Maya, Mike, uh, Vanita. Yeah, I got a chance to actually sit down and, and have some uh, drinks with the co-founder CEO over at Maya acres that bastard he brought he brought us into uh greenhouse checker and the hacker rank for that first night party and yeah, then tacos yeah you can't go wrong with tacos dude. tacos and ritas yeah you can't go wrong with that people yeah and they just kept bringing the sangria in the ritas i mean that was that was a pretty good way to start off a show yeah and don't forget uh craig fisher uh charney his uh, new company uh that he announced that was a good party was it Fetcher? Was that the other company, Fetcher? Fetcher, Fetcher was there, uh, and also Jerome, the CEO of Smart Recruiters, had some time to actually talk to him. Oh, so yeah. that was pretty cool. Yeah. Yep. And Scott, Scott, uh, over at Fetcher, stay away from Firing Squad, man. Uh, <laughs> I'll send somebody after your knees. Okay. So don't 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 be messing with Firing Squad. <laughs> yeah, a little bit of sneak preview. We might be attending Smart Recruiters next year. Possibility. Good conversation. There's, there's, not going to jump the gun, but it can happen. People. Yeah, yeah. And and our sponsors were out in mass. Tauru, Job Adx, Talk Push, Sovereign was hooking us up with uh, with with bourbon. I mean, Tauru, good I mean, stuff. Yeah. Who did we miss? We, we, we shamed Robert in Austin about <laughs> going a little light on the on the bourbon. You know the the wood for that you can get from your local Kroger store. Uh, so he, he, he brought the a game and brought the, uh, the Jack Daniels Sinatra edition 
Very nice touch, Robert. Thank you. That was delicious. And we also have news that This Way Global received the People's Choice Award. Very nice. So the the pitch fest there at HR Tech. Yeah. This is a highly contested competition. Uh, And This Way Global, who we interviewed for our first brew review, which is coming out soon, uh, won the People's Choice Award. Uh, now it was a five grand check and not a thirty thousand, which is what the winner got. But still, you're yeah. the people's choice. Hats off to you, Angela Hood and and team. That's pretty awesome. That's pretty awesome. What else do you have for shout outs? I want to give a shout out to my my favorite uh, booth uh-huh. because I mentioned it in the show at the show, but I haven't mentioned it. And I want to mention it because it's I think it's funny. Uh, anyway, so. In the startup pavilion, uh, these aren't booths; these are like little kiosks. Okay? Oh yeah, yeah. And you get a, you get a little message, a little billboard, and then like a little desk and a chair, and you you know you talk to companies. And these are usually startups. Anyway, it's one of my favorite parts of the show because you get to see the new and the new stuff and the ideas, and and I'm really really keen on that. So my favorite booth and uh, our favorite kiosk in the pavilion this year was I was walking by and the sign said Gen Z is coming. Are you ready? <laughs> Now, the funny thing about this is the kiosk was empty. So it was sort of like, yeah, Gen Z is coming, but as soon as they're ready, not on your time. Not now. Like, yeah, they're, not they're, now. They're, yeah, they're eating, uh, they're eating some quinoa and headed out to the Smoothie King before they hit up the trade show. So <laughs> let's get them on Fire Squad, shall we? That uh, was fucking that was fucking epic. Like I couldn't stop laughing. Two quick ones. Tyler Weeks just dropped a pod. He was so excited. Interview. Uh, he's a analyst and automation manager over at Intel. Great shit. Great pod. Look for it, Tyler Weeks. And also our friends over at Smashfly who are always the gift that just keeps on giving. And by the way, to our fans who oh god yes. their names off hand or I don't. Dude. Like, we people wearing shirts at the show, people showing up at our live show with like shirts and they knew like we have fans, dude, and it's kind of it's kind of creepy, but it's also awesome. So humbling and so awesome. So thanks so much. Really appreciate it. And, uh, yeah, and what a, tell, what a great what a great sort of uh, industry tip that one of our fans says whenever she gets a call from a vendor, <laughs> she searches Chad Cheese and then the vendor name and she gets the notes on what we said about that vendor. Yeah. So what a great little bit of intelligence. Thank God we transcribed the motherfucker. Otherwise, she couldn't do that. Hats off to you for doing that. Uh, so, yeah, we we have value people. Believe it or not, we're not just two drunken idiots. Yes. Go to Google Chad Cheese, whatever you're searching for and boom y'all it'll be podrific uh <laughs> podrific that's as worse that's worse than technologize technologize from, technologize. from our, our friends at cielo who couldn't find a better word um mm-hmm. events we have a couple of weeks we're gonna be yeah. we're gonna be able to pop out some pods which is gonna be nice and then we're going to paris for Paris. Unleash World. Which looks fucking amazing. Uh, the lineup of speakers. I- I'm stoked. Uh, it's going to be great. I'm stoked. It's going to be great. We're taking the stage October 22nd at 11.45 uh, on the uh, Influencer stage at the Paris Convention Center. Um, we're going to be with uh, Brandy Ellis, head of recruitment marketing at Smashfly, Chris Ray, group head of recruitment for Sansberries, and Adam Yearsley, Global Head of Talent Management at Red Bull. So uh, Smashfly is sponsoring this trip. We really appreciate it. And we're looking forward 
to getting over there and breaking shit because uh, that's always fun. I still think we could get Bob Geldof on stage. I, I don't know. I think he'd be into it. <laughs> Obviously. Tell him Smash Fly is one of the new punk groups uh, making waves in America, and maybe he'll show up. Smash Fly, debut album. Yeah, on on the influencer stage with Chad Cheese. Uh, iSims in November, so going to play golf in uh, Scottsdale probably before that, and then, and then enjoying some time with uh, our peeps uh, at iSims. Yeah, a lot of changes at iSims. I'm I'm excited to to ask some hard questions about what's going on there. Not afraid of asking hard questions. Just hope hope they're relevant. Um, <laughs> I don't. Where, where's I the beer? Uh, this, I got something. nothing. Yeah, I got uh, nothing. December sixth, we're going to Dallas for Talent Net Live, and I asked Craig. I'm like, okay, Craig, what do you want us to do while we're there? It's like, oh, and I shouldn't have asked that question because now we're probably going to be like on every panel and who knows what. We should be on every fucking panel. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> Message to Fisher. Message to Craig Fisher. So we're doing, are we doing the Naughty or Nice show? Yeah, I Dallas? think we should definitely do the Naughty or Nice show. That's one of my favorite shows. That is a fun, that's a fun show. Excellent. Well, let's get into topics. Let's do this. Let's do this. All right. TMP, not slowing yes. down. Uh, nope. Acquisition this week of Maximum, who honestly I've never heard of, uh, but they're an agency out of the Netherlands, yep. the uh, the economic powerhouse, the Netherlands. Uh, so yeah, TMP's making acquisitions. You'll remember they bought... Uh, was it Peringo, the uh, programmatic solution earlier this yes. year? And then now, yep. uh, who else did they buy? They bought another agency, right? Uh, not. Yeah, they've been bu- they've been buying up small agencies here and there. Yeah. But I think the the big message here is Perengo and Maxim. They're both mainly tech companies to an extent. Yep. Uh, and and now, I mean, that's just a tech expansion and upgrades. Uh, not with a pinch, more than a pinch of 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 Aqua Hire as well. Obviously, big. I think for TMP's uh, EU division AIA worldwide. Yep. Uh, and I bet they're just happy as fuck right now. But this is uh, broadening the market across the pond, being able to kind of spread out and take a competitor uh, off the board. Think of Talentbrew. Talentbrew has been around for a while. I mean, how many years? I mean, it's probably been 10. 10? Yeah, I'd say 10. Yeah. So, you know, some of that infrastructure has got to be old. So influ- infusing, hopefully, some of this new tech into it yeah. will revive it uh, and provide uh, more of a broad solution set for these guys. Not to mention, again, with the whole programmatic play with Peringo, I'm really excited to see what they do. Yeah, I think I think the keyword there that you said was aqua hires. And I think that as we're learning that as the agency game gets much more complex, it's not the uh, posted job board on these sites, you know, it's skill set anymore. It's actually understanding technology and AI and chatbots and programmatic shit. Like you need really smart people to have a successful agency. So I think, you know, buying these little companies that are probably cheap for someone like TMP uh-huh. uh, to get the talent that's there, I think is, uh, is a pretty smart move. I did hear is as I'm as we're doing the show, I'm remembering some rumors and stuff from HR Tech, and that there was a rumor. Um, I want to say uh, someone had said fairly reputable that TMP was close to acquiring higher clicks. So that's very rudimentary uh, rumor at this point, but that would not surprise me uh, based on what TMP is is currently doing. 
Yeah, that would be an interesting acquisition. That's for sure. Not a bad one. Don't get me wrong, but that would be an interesting acquisition. So we posted this out on Facebook and Chad Mullinax actually responded with this, uh, this comment. Yep. So he quoted from one of the articles, maximum software suite greatly replaces TMP's talent brew career site and recruitment marketing platform. And then his comment was, fixed it. (laughs) There there might be a little sarcasm in there, but uh, I think what Chad's trying to say is, yeah, getting their their shit upgraded is not a bad thing from TMP. That is one big pile of shit. (laughs) Well, also in the acquisition news uh, this past week was Bullhorn's acquisition of eRecruit. We did a shred on this, so if you're not subscribed to the show, uh, you've not heard this news, but if you have, you're in the know. Uh, Bullhorn, one of the biggest platform, obviously, to bring recruiters uh, together with companies, yeah. manage candidates, uh, has bought one of now the one of the biggest uh, ATSs specifically for the staffing industry. Yeah. Um, they both raised about thirty thirty five million dollars. Bullhorn's been around for fucking ever. Um, And he recruits about a 10 year old company. So the comment I got from someone who really knows the recruiting industry said, this is a really big fucking deal. So I'm going to go with them and say like, this is a pretty big fucking deal. Yeah, no, it is. They're they're both applicant tracking systems that are specific to the staffing. Um, So, and again, when you take a look at staffing as it's recruiting as a business, right? So you have to be really good at what you do on the applicant tracking system side of the house. But still, you know as well as I do, price means a lot. And from my understanding, uh, eRecruits has been chopping Bullhorn's legs out from under them on many, many big deals. Yep. So a comment that I actually had from from a listener said, this is huge news within the staffing space. eRecruit has been doing well and onboarded some big name clients, including Manpower and I believe some of the Kelly Services side of the house. So... Now you're not just well, taking you're not just taking a competitor off the board, but once again, I think much like TMP, you might have an opportunity uh, to broaden up or maybe even refresh or restore some of the technology that you have. Yeah, for sure. And uh, the terms of the deal were not disclosed. Uh, as usual, if anyone out there has information and wants to share it either anonymously or you know on the record, bring it. They can do so at chadcheese.com. The the one whisper number I heard that this sounds really low uh, and doesn't make a lot of sense was $53 million. I'm guessing it was quite a bit more than that, but uh, I have no no word uh, one way or the other. So if uh, anyone knows, let us know and we'll let the world know. Yeah. Well, let's just hope this doesn't turn into an IBM, Conexa, and Brass Ring type of shit show. you know it could right it it could very well easily turn into that dude i need to go refill my water uh let's hear from job at x and we'll talk about linkedin and facebook do it nope nah not for me all these jobs look the same Ugh. next this is what perfectly qualified candidates are thinking as they scroll past your jobs just half-heartedly skimming job descriptions that aren't standing out to them face it We live in a world that is all about content, content, content. So why do we expect job seekers to react differently while reading paragraphs and bullets in templated job descriptions? Stand out in a feed full of boring job ads with a dynamic, enticing video that showcases your company culture, people, and benefits with Job AdX. Instead of hoping that job seekers will stumble upon your employment branding video, Job Addicts seamlessly displays it in the job description while they're searching. 
building a connection, and reducing candidate drop-off. You're spending thousands of dollars on beautiful, informative employment branding videos that just sit on a YouTube channel, begging to be discovered. Why not feature them across our network of over 150 job sites to proactively compel top talent to join your team? Help candidates see themselves in your role by emailing joinus at jobadx.com. That's joinus at jobadx.com. Attract, engage, employ with Job AdX. You know, speaking of killing it, fucking Job AdX, dude. Yes. It's all them at the show. They're hired a lot of people. Yeah. Like they're, they're poaching Indeed people. I mean, what happened to our little company that was a sponsor with like two people on board? It's uh, it's pretty cool to watch. A little company that can. And that could. So they are. And right? will. And, and I always give, I always give uh, Isabella a hard time. I'm like, your ads are too long. But I just realized it's the only time during the show that I can actually get up and take a piss. <laughs> Well played, sir. Well played. Well played. Uh, why did we not ask for a piece of that company when we had a chance? Damn it. Hindsight's twenty twenty. Hindsight's twenty twenty. Well, let's talk about two companies that we'll never get a piece of, LinkedIn uh, yes. and Facebook. So the LinkedIn annual event was uh, last week, I think. Yes. Yes. And, uh, you know, obviously Dallas. people were slurping up. The LinkedIn goodness. They had Gary V uh, on the you know on the keynote stage. Which yep. uh, if you've never seen Gary Vaynerchuk, uh, just <laughs> he's everywhere online. How have you not seen Gary fucking V? Yeah, if you know what a podcast is, you likely know who Gary Vaynerchuk. If you've is. ever and been on way, LinkedIn, if you've ever been on any type of social media, hell, that dude has probably one of the best TikTok accounts. I mean, it's just like he's everywhere. Yeah, he's on the corner of my uh, neighborhood right now as we speak, and. Uh, <laughs> Uh, by the way, hey Gary! Shout out <laughs> the Jets suck, uh, and um, uh, hats off to Lars, um, our industry buddy, uh, who got I think uh, Vayner Media's head of talent uh, to get on his podcast. So uh, shout out to That's that. Awesome. I haven't listened to it yet, but I'm sure it's solid, solid work by our boy Lars. We were talking about LinkedIn from the standpoint of uh, their applicant tracking system, right? Because we've seen a bump yep. in at least the advertising in kind of like the marketing of talent hub lately right <laughs> yeah i mean tell me the halls of linkedin weren't doing high fives and cartwheels when uh hire by google shut down that must have been a happy yeah. day at uh at linkedin but yeah so it, it launched i want to say a year a little over a year more ago mm -hmm. i certainly wrote about it and we talked about it but they are full steam ahead pimping that shit uh they're talking about one platform which we've been talking about everyone's trying to do you know i drink the the linkedin kool-aid like nobody else uh and, uh -huh. and my money's still on them and and they seem to be marching down the path of being you know if not the one platform um at least one of the top three that people choose to do a lot of their recruiting in the actual marketing material or in the video it says the only ats powered by the linkedin network that's true what what do they mean by <laughs> what do they mean powered i mean i don't understand it, it's is it the people is it the technology i mean it's got to be the people wh what does that mean the people is their ultimate differentiator okay so then they don't have a differentiator then because the people the database is now open because 
because it's public. Dude, I can't I can't believe after our after our Jeremy Roberts interview, and I'm I'm teasing the episode because yeah. it's awesome. I mean, e- even Jeremy <laughs> agrees that the ultimate winner in this is LinkedIn because his profiles get commoditized and data gets commoditized. Like all the companies that do this shit are going to be marginalized. But I'm giving away too much from the interview. Yeah, I don't think so. I think I think I think core tech. And here's what I'm saying is core tech. So let's take take a look at like a company like Seekout. Um, which has much better power search capabilities than LinkedIn provides. They get bought by an applicant tracking system. Uh, okay, so how is LinkedIn the winner then? Well, LinkedIn is the winner if Seekout can't make money on the data because everyone has it. I just said Seekout gets bought by an applicant tracking system. You need to listen a little bit closer there, sweetheart. That's what I'm talking about. That, that's how you win. That's the next step, right? How do you not see that if the data is public and you already have a core system of record all you need is something that is incredibly powerful and something that can actually index index and search on those people so seek out wins because they get acquired okay they will, that's what i'm saying they will get acquired seek out wins and also yeah i believe so too and then the applicant tracking system or the core system that actually that acquires them wins too what can this linkedin applicant tracking system do that no other applicant tracking system can do do this is going to be the most fascinating the the whole privacy issue the whack-a-mole stuff like what happens to hire yeah. tool and seek yeah. out and i mean uh, uh, I won't give it away, but hiring solved is making serious changes in their business um, because of what they see. Like it's going to be really interesting to see how this whole thing shakes out. And I think both of us are, are slightly pulling shit out of our ass because we really don't know how this is going to shake out. But it's going to be a hell of a lot of fun, hell of a lot of fun to talk about and watch. I just think from a strategic standpoint, my question is how. What does LinkedIn have that nobody else has? That's the question. And if I was an external system, could I not just go ahead and buy a startup that does it better than LinkedIn? So those are are kind of the things that are whirling around in my head as other companies try to position themselves against LinkedIn and Microsoft. I mean, I do think that one thing that you probably can't debate is that LinkedIn has the freshest data of what's out there and will continue to have the freshest data until they go to wall garden status that's great because everybody's actually pulling the which, freshest data into their own which system. seriously <laughs> i mean i think that's going to happen do you yeah i can't believe they haven't done it yet i mean unless you know there there's some external marketing and they're getting so much traffic from Google right now for people that are actually entering linkedin and profiles through google yeah. search um, I, I don't know. That's that's the big question. Good stuff. All right. So uh, moving on to Facebook um, again from the the HR tech uh-huh. rumor mill. I was talking to a popular programmatic solution. I don't think they want to be named in this, but so I won't. But they mentioned that um, obviously programmatic. They're posting jobs in all kinds of places. They've been posting jobs onto Facebook, you know, for free mm-hmm. for a long time right. since Facebook has been doing that. And apparently, uh, Facebook has just introduced an API for those folks to boost certain jobs uh, within Facebook. And apparently, they're starting to beta test if it's not live yet. They've obviously been very quiet about it because they haven't said anything publicly because it would go very viral yes. if they did to where if you post a job on Facebook, you can have a little boost 
boost button, uh, advertise it, give it top rating. I don't know how exactly they're going to highlight those jobs, but we saw this coming and it looks like it's finally almost here. Mm -hmm. To me, it's like a natural progression of Facebook and what they're doing. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised to see Google launch pay-per-click for jobs soon. But it also says that Facebook is still kind of sort of paying attention to this whole jobs marketplace, and they're still sort of serious about it. So just for clarity, uh, can other job boards post their jobs into Facebook for boosting as well? So my understanding is with the API that Uh the job board could add as you're posting, hey, do you want to boost this job on uh, Facebook, and then the job would plug in and, and boost uh, directly from the, the job board. Or the job board could feed in an XML file and just tag, have a certain tag or some schema that says this is a boost job. And then Facebook would charge the job board, I guess, for that for that promotion of the opportunity. Yeah. Um, it's really early and this is sort of rumor stuff. Um, I'll dig into it a little more and maybe give you some more information on a, on a future show, but this totally makes sense. I think it's just a matter of getting more information about what's going on. Yeah, no, it does. I mean, there's just many, many problems around duplication and being able to take old jobs off and all that other fun stuff that Google's trying to deal with right now. Right. So it will be interesting to see how this matures. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uber work. You're pretty excited about this one. I actually have not read uh, the story on this. I could probably guess what's going on, but uh, this is sort of your lane. What's up with Uber? You would think so, but they kind of throw a, a curveball. So it's fun. It's fun because we just got back from Austin, you know, about a week or so ago. And you see jump bikes, which are Uber, pretty much Uber bikes, uh, jump scooters, which are Uber. So you have Ubers, you have scooters, you have bikes, you have Uber Eats, and now you have Uber Work. By the way, I hope to God Vegas never gets scooters because that would be a total nightmare. Although convenient, a total nightmare. Yeah, but now Uber works. It's looking to steer clear of the conversation around some of the the regs that Uber was slammed over in California around contractors. Yeah, it's real. It's really interesting because now instead of being like the platform and the place where you go to get the people, what Uber's looking to be is just the technology platform the staffing mm-hmm. platform for staffing organizations. Uh, I didn't see that no. coming. I didn't see that coming at all. I thought they would be much like they are on, you know, everything else that they do. They're a full meal deal. You get everything, right? So is this like a white label solution for anyone who wants to have the Uber platform for workers? Yeah, I think it's so here's here's a little bit from from TechCrunch. Uber believes a new technology first approach can provide faster and easier means for people to get to work while offering greater insights into the many opportunities for work that are out there, improving the experience for workers and businesses alike. I think what they're looking to do, and this is a W2 kind of a scenario uh, through the staffing company, is there's a couple of things that they might be going after. They might be trying to slowly get into and Trojan horse this bitch yeah. Um, which makes a lot of sense, right? You get in there and you get it all and you understand it and then boom, it's all yours, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but once but also, I mean, all the money that they're spending in building infrastructure for everything else that they're doing, do, I mean, it doesn't make sense to do the same thing here. So if you can kind of glom on with the staffing companies, and then the staffing companies who we've talked about, like yep. indeed in scene, where you see kind of this amalgamation 
of staffing meets tech and it's yeah. more platform based than it is human based. So you don't have the cost because you don't have all those human resources. Mm-hmm. Um, this is, I mean, it, it's really interesting. I, I'm not a hundred percent sure of what they're looking to do other than just provide the Uber platform as tech staffing companies have the actual people, they put them on W2 and then they pay the taxes where Uber doesn't have to fuck with that stuff. Yeah. I mean, to me, like a year ago, I would have said, this sounds like evil genius strategy to rule the world. Now I'm leaning more into this start. It's starting to feel like desperation. I mean, obviously, since they've gone public, you know, their financials and, you know, things are, are more available um, and the scrutiny is is much higher than it was as a private company. But a little story for me, and I don't know if you experienced this as, as well, but typically at, at airports, I'll take a Lyft or Uber. Yeah. Um, it's easy, convenient. Yep. Airports have spaces now. So in Vegas, <laughs> in Vegas, which historically to get a taxi is like an eight, you know, an eight lane, you know, line, 45 minute wait. And I mean, it's like a real mess, right? right? So I'm walking to the section that has the lifts and the Ubers. And I literally look down and see the taxi line, yeah. which has like 12 people. Right. But I'm almost to the Uber Lyft area. So I get there and it's like, chaos. It's just overcrowded. People are pushing and shoving. I'm like, well, fuck this. I'm going to go back and get a cab. (laughs) So I literally turned around, went back, went downstairs, and then like just walked up and got a cab. So at some point, this thing is going to have some equilibrium. They're almost so successful that it's going to hurt their success. You know what I mean? It's sort of a weird dichotomy in business. Like It's sort of like the club that's so successful that no one wants to go because it's too crowded. I mean, that's what like Uber and Lyft felt like in Vegas. Vegas is an anomaly for for the most part. True. But on the but on the the work and the staffing side of the house, I think this is going to be interesting. One of the reasons why I think it's going to be interesting is that they're starting this out of Chicago. And one of the people who is actually in, I guess you could say the C-suite is is a friend of mine. Her name's Jill Erickson. She was the CRO at Shift Gig. So she has great experience. Mm -hmm behind this whole model yeah cro over at guild and she spent a good amount of time over building the digital business for tmp so when talent brew started she was the one heading that all up so to have those types of individuals because we're always bitching about you guys are are coming to this industry and you don't even know what the fuck you're doing having a person like that as one of the leaders in your organization, I have to say that is one hell of a move. Now, here's the only thing that bothers me is that, uh, well, not the only thing, but one of the big things is the, the story <laughs> title. Ne- the next web story title was Uber Works is Tinder for Blue Collar Jobs. Oh, God. Why? Why? <laughs> By the way, dude, I will say this, the the little tidbit, the little morsel of information that you just dropped right there, the shift gig yeah. and all that, that's why our podcast is awesome because we're able to give those kinds of insights. So kudos to you, my friend, for having that little pearl of wisdom for our listeners. Little pearl of wisdom. Let's hear from Canvas. Okay. Canvas is the world's first intelligent text-based interviewing platform, empowering recruiters to engage, screen, and coordinate logistics via text and so much more. We keep the human, that's you, at the center while CanvasBot is at your side adding automation to your workflow. 
Canvas leverages the latest in machine learning technology and has powerful integrations that help you make the most of every minute of your day. Easily amplify your employment brand with your newest culture video or add some personality to the mix by firing off a Bitmoji. We make compliance easy and are laser focused on recruiter success. Request a demo at gocanvas.io and in 20 minutes, we'll show you how to text at the speed of talent. That's gocanvas.io. Get ready to text at the speed of talent. Okay, this, this next story is what you do not want to do. This is a do not do this story. So yep. a young lady applied for a marketing coordinator internship at a company named Kick-Ass Masterminds in Austin, Texas. She was turned okay. down and then found out that the company posted a picture of her in a bikini on their company Instagram with the message with her head cropped out, yep. quote, PSA, do not share your social media with a potential employer if this is the kind of content on it. I am looking for a professional marketer, not a bikini model. Go on with your bad self and do whatever in private, but this is not doing you any favors in finding a professional job. And then she reposted it, right? And said, this company called me out. Well, and then the, the internet blew up. Yeah. So she went to this, this uh, Twitter account called she rates dogs. And apparently this Twitter account calls out dudes and I mean, for bullying <laughs> and companies for doing this kind of stuff. And it just uh -huh. blew up. Is that really what where we're going with this? We're, we're we're looking to say, okay, she's in a bikini on her own social media. She's not naked, for goodness sakes, and that's a bad thing. Not to mention the pretty much the staff, which is predominantly females at Kick Ass Masterminds. Yeah. Uh, if you go to the CEO's Instagram, <laughs> she she's wearing a tank top uh -huh. that says "feisty as fuck." <laughs> Her whole like her whole uh, like management team staff, which are mainly females, are in bathing suits. Right. I mean, this is definitely not a leaning in kind of moment. That is not how yeah. you're teaching people, not to mention she didn't do anything wrong. Yeah. So there are a couple layers here from my perspective. Number one is it wasn't a bikini. It was like a crop T-shirt with like under boob showing in the picture. So I just want to be clear with that, that my perspective was that's not a bikini. That's like, you know, sort of revealing cut off t-shirt. Um, now I will say, uh, so whatever, she wasn't naked. She wasn't doing anything stupid. Like to me, that's, you know, if, if she's on brand with what you guys need, then it's totally cool. And what kills me is the fucking name of this company is kick ass, whatever. Right. Um, <laughs> and, and, and so the internet blew up and the internet went super, you know, Columbo on this shit. And they're, oh, yeah. they're searching like, Oh, you know, uh, you say that your company is into rebellious activities and being, you know, questioning authority and like all these things that if anything, this girl is perfect for this company because everything that they're preaching is like, be yourself, man, like break things and like do shit. And uh, so that that killed me. And then but also killed me in this story is that the, the Internet killed this company like their site was literally down. Yes. Um, for a Still period. Is. Their social, yeah, their social channels were shut down. Um, so yeah, let this be a lesson to any company. Like, 
a company shouldn't be doing that seriously. Like they could post a tweet like, Hey, if you're going to apply to our company, like, you know, check your socials or whatever. And I don't even know if it's legal to check social media shit for hiring people. Um, I know that was a big issue a while back and I'm not an expert on that, but yeah, there were many layers to this story and it was like the company shouldn't do it, you know, good on this, this, young lady for uh, sort of talk, you know, speaking up and then hats off to the internet for like taking it and running with it. Yeah. The CEO, I will try to find her, uh, her LinkedIn and that is down right now. Um, yeah, but yeah, like, I mean, overall, man, if you want to mentor, that's not how you mentor. If you want to be a company that is, you know, in, embraces this ballsiness, which is what it actually says on their website, then, then do it. But you can't control me outside of my time with you. And I'm going to do what yeah. I do. Not to mention her wearing that bikini, that swimsuit that she had on, doesn't mean that she wouldn't be great at a marketing coordinator internship job. And I feel so badly for young people because we didn't have this shit when we were this oh, age. Yeah. yeah. Like I'm glad we the didn't. pictures I could imagine, the dumb shit I would have been doing. I mean, no one would have cared if I had a, you know, a cutoff t-shirt, but I'm sure I would have done stupid shit that I wouldn't want like an employer to see. So it's just this weird, this weird dichotomy and I are dynamic with the world today. And I feel kind of bad that people have to deal with this. Um, we put stupid shit and no one cares uh, because we're established and it's kind of our brand anyway, but like young people have to be cognizant of this. And I, I kind of feel bad for them that, that they live in this world of so much judgment and having your self-esteem tied to like likes like think about it, like the pictures of of you know the bikinis and all that shit like that's the stuff that gets liked by their followers mm-hmm. but then it's also in turn what's not going to get them the job with an employer so like where do you win here's the thing for employers will that photo actually impact how she does her job is she going to no. be wearing a bikini into the office i mean no so nope. that's the thing that you have to focus on if you're focusing on this stupid kind of shit then you should not be in leadership because you are not a leader yeah we out we out testing one two three thank you for listening to what's it called a podcast yeah the chad the cheese brilliant they talk about recruiting they talk about technology but most of all they talk about nothing just a lot of shout outs to people you don't even know and yet you listen it's incredible and not one word about cheese not one not cheddar blue nacho pepper jack swiss there's so many cheeses and yet not one word it's so weird anywho be sure to subscribe today on itunes spotify google play or wherever you listen to your podcasts that way you won't miss an episode and while you're at it visit www.chadcheese.com. Just don't expect to find any recipes for grilled cheese. It's so weird. We out. You've got questions. We've got answers. Business leadership, ownership, and sales can be challenging. Tune into the Accelerate Your Business Growth podcast to learn from the world's experts. Join me, your host, Diane Helbig, as I chat with people who have expertise in various areas of business. You'll enjoy the lively conversations that are focused on providing you with the ideas, tips, and suggestions 
you need to realize greater success. Get what you need for your business when you need it from the people who have the answers. Accelerate Your Business Growth is part of the Evergreen Podcast Network and is available on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your favorite podcast.